the Meat Improv. Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast where we bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we do, Jake? Uh, we use those stories for inspiration for long-form comedic scenes. That's right. Improvised comedic scenes. Uh, that's it. That's the, that's the spiel. We got a Patreon and we got t-shirts. Uh, you can get the Patreon stuff at patreon.com slash the improv. We have a whole backlog of episodes where Jake and I talk about improv stuff, technique and all that. And then we have uh, a store on Public. Uh, where you can get a shirt with our logo on it. And they're cheap shirts. Let's just remind you of that again. Uh, so even if you hate us, it's a cheap shirt. Um, that's all. That's the that's the plugs. Let's get to the, the, the podcast. Uh, uh, today we have two very special guests. Uh, we have a returning guest. I don't even know. Fourth t- Four-timer now, perhaps? No, this is my... Yeah, third time, I think. Okay, well, yeah, he can't be perfect, but uh, you just heard his voice. You know him from UCB's Flap Jackson, of um, from the I Funk by Myself, uh, Funny or Die video. It's a well-known uh, piece of mine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and of course, Desperados on Netflix. Uh, it's Scott Rogers, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, it's me. <laughs> Hello, yeah, Scott. That's true. Yeah, look up I Funk by Myself, uh, the Funkadoodles. I don't even, I hope it's still online. I don't I think it they is. might have taken it down. Yeah, I look I got to get it. it back up. That's one of the best things I've ever done. <laughs> I agree. Sure. Um, sure. Uh, our second guest is a first timer uh, from uh, Lotions 11 and a team called Lemon Pepper Wet. Uh, Leonard Smith, welcome to the show. Good to have you. Hey, what's going on? It's Leonard Smith Jr., not Leonard Smith, the former football player. Okay. <laughs> I just uh, I just want to say I uh, when you're if you're prepping or looking for the show, make sure to put like comedy in the tagline or something because <laughs> the results will be shocking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lemons. A lot of, it's almost a lot of lemon smiths in the world. There's definitely not that. A lot of meat. A lot of meat. Yeah. You look up the meat, just put comedy in there or something. You, know? <laughs> you definitely need to do that, even in a podcast, sir. Um, well, cool. Uh, welcome to the show. Good to have yeah, you both thanks, on. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for having um, we're, uh, we're doing this uh, yet again. Just another one of the pandemic zoom situations i'm in florida everyone else is in their house yeah but Jake, you're in destin florida you said before this i'm in destin wow. yes destin florida uh, uh the guy i'm staying with her the dad i'm staying with i should say my girlfriend's dad says it's la lower alabama Oh, <laughs> basically yeah. is. thanks for correcting josh you should say the dad you're staying with you should the say the, sorry the dad i'm staying with <laughs> well it's a dad joke um mm. but you know whatever funny uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should get that scott you're a dad you should get that joke. Well, funny dad jokes uh i <laughs> i did get it i got that it, i did get it <laughs> i am a dad and i got it if you ever do a dad joke in the podcast, just let us know after that that's what it was. So we all take note of it. Yeah. I'll say I'll do hashtag dad joke and I'll do the kind of finger. You guys can see me on video. The fingers mm-hmm. that Jimmy Fallon and Jonah Hill did. And then that 
classic funny sketch they did where they were like, or maybe it was Timberlake or something, some funny Jimmy Fallon sketch. You I think know, you're on a dad section of the internet because I haven't seen <laughs> Y'all aren't going on and uh, Googling Jimmy Fallon to see what's funny from the night before? Is that just a dad thing? Is that a mom thing? <laughs> I bet it's a mom thing. Dads are Googling Colbert. Moms are still Googling Fallon because he's cute. Who's, who's Googling Jimmy Kimmel? <clears throat> just Adam uh, Carolla. <laughs> The, the rest of the people, I guess. <laughs> um, Spinsters. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So I want to ask Jake about something because he, he mentioned it to me briefly, but uh, I don't really know anything about it. Jake, you recently won a contest. Uh, Is this correct? Yeah, I think it's a contest. Maybe it's maybe a giveaway is the better way to put it. The contest makes mm. it seem like I did something. Okay. Uh, but I just entered in a giveaway um uh for a little staycation package in at the Hoxton uh this is probably why they had me win because they knew I would promote it on my podcast uh <laughs> they get a lot of, a lot of uh, looks um yeah so i'm after this i'm going downtown uh, and i'm going to stay two nights uh, at the hotel uh the Hoxton um they hmm. they gave me a little pool package. I got some swim, oh. some swim trunks and some sunglasses and some yeah. wine spritzers. Um, so. Yeah, that's perfect timing because it's going to be hot this weekend. I know it worked out great. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. The Huxton, you say? I haven't been there. It's great oh, downtown. The oh, yeah. the Huxton. I, I don't think I've been to any hotel. I'm poor. <laughs> I'm never, like, who, who who pays this much money to stay in a room for a night? I do. Uh, <laughs> I do. Um, That's what you did for your right. birthday, right? Yep, I did it for they my birthday uh, nice. last year. Um, I found out about the Hoxton last year because they had a pop up Christmas bar. Um, okay, nice. and. Uh, you know, I was trying to get into the holiday spirit and uh, that's how I discovered it. And then I got on their little email list and, you know, I got, I'm sitting in front of the computer all day. Uh, so anytime there's like, <laughs> I'm literally entering probably those dummy email giveaways, like with increasing regularity now that I'm just sitting at home. Uh, and last week they were like, you won. <laughs> I was like, I did. Uh, fantastic. So that's awesome. What they didn't tell you was you were the only entry. <laughs> that's what someone else said. They were like, you probably won. Cause nobody does those things. Uh, who's I, uh, I I've signed up to try to get some Clippers tickets before, you know, try like you can win season tickets or good tickets or something like that. But then you end up, on the phone list. So I was, I mean, three weeks ago, someone <laughs> called me. I didn't know the number I still picked up and <laughs> it was some guy from the Clippers. And I ended up talking to him for like 45 minutes about <laughs> the Clippers <laughs> with your kids, like pulling at your legs. <laughs> now I was out in the garage and, and, and cause your dad's well, go. well, cause <laughs> you know, they were like, we're calling all our, you know, fans to, they're trying to gauge interest in like, 
are people going to come back to see the game live? You know, like with how long the pandemic's going, there's a pretty quick, they're looking at a pretty quick turnaround for the next NBA season. And so I think they're trying to gauge if people want to go to games or not. And uh, so we were talking about that. It of course eventually was like, so we have some packages, you know, they're still trying to like sell you, sell you on it in the moment. And uh of course to, they are. I had to put the kibosh on that. but uh, <laughs> So you kept that guy on the phone. Well, it bummed me out a little bit because I was like, I thought we were just talking about the Clippers. And now you're trying to sell me something. I thought they were just calling the fans to chat. Just a little community <laughs> outreach. Uh, Why not? Be like, it's been tough, the pandemic. Yeah, I want to see the Clippers in person again. But I don't know how it's going right now. See you later, <laughs> you know, but I'm still out there. And I... I uh, I'm in that same boat where like, if I get a number from an LA area code, if I get a call from an LA area code, like a little bit of my heart's like, it could be a, <laughs> it could be my could, big break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hello. And I'm like, what do you want? Solar panels for your house? I'm like, I don't have a house. <laughs> <laughs> um, have, but this dad I'm staying with does. I'll put him on. <laughs> yeah. He'd probably be interested. Um, have I'm trying to think of like any contests I've won. I I used to call into radio stations to win stuff. Did you ever do that? That's Anyone cute. else? I, I think when I was like twice. in middle school, yeah, a couple of times. I did that. I, the, I, this is when I I was very young, uh, but this is maybe early '90s. They would they MTV still had this thing called Most Wanted, and so it was like this is even before TRL, um, Total Request Live with Carson mm-hmm. Daly, of course. Even before that. They just had, it was like most wanted. And so you could call into this MTV number and request a video. And I remember specifically, I used to call in and request the song Dead Horse by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> There's a song <laughs> called the, uh, no, Garden of Eden. Do you know that song, Garden of Eden? It's off of Use Your Illusion, <laughs> showing my age here. Uh, <laughs> that's what I would call in. There was a fun video where it was like Axl Rose singing in a barn and it was like all sped up. And it was like a fast song. It was before I knew I was all into punk, you know? And so I was like, this song's cool. It's like, lost in the garden of Eden. Lost in the-. I probably can't sing it. Uh, you know, they'll ban this episode if I sing this whole song. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not our first run in with Axl. So yeah. <laughs> that was uh, my calling experience. That's not even a contest. That's just a wish. <laughs> a request, Just a request. I yeah i i called in once on like this rock station on a sunday night to win joan to win tickets to i think what was called the freddie jones something band and it was just like a jazz band <laughs> and i had no idea who it was but i won <laughs> i won the tickets and i had my i was like an eighth grade or something like that and it was I really got to look this up because I remember like the only other time I heard of this band was my calculus teacher had a poster of it. <laughs> Freddie Jones band. Let's see. You heard it on the radio and that made you go, oh, I should. I just was doing any contest I could. I just wanted to go to a concert. <laughs> just wanted to be a winner. That was around the, yeah, it's just, I think it's just a bunch of white people playing jazz. <laughs> so that's what I went to. Uh, Speaking of a bunch of white people, there was a Chick-fil-A <laughs> opening in Decatur, in Decatur, Georgia, when I was mm. a senior. And uh, it's like they had this thing. It's like when they open a new Chick-fil-A, the first hundred people who like stay there and s- camp sleep overnight 
outside the Chick-fil-A get free Chick-fil-A for a year, which is a like year. a free number one for 50, 52 free number ones, basically. So like a meal one a week. week. Yeah. And uh, one a week. Um, wow. of course, me being a senior in high school, I was late because I was getting high and mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't one of the first hundred people. But people can leave if they leave. They auction off the spots of people who don't make it the first hundred. So it's like incentive for more people to come and stay. And there's like, they give you free food and like, it's a whole thing, like trying to stay up all night. And, and, uh, I didn't make win the auction, but I guess I was just so lovable (laughs) and maybe endearing that I convinced like of the people who won. And I ended up with like maybe 30, 35 coupons. Like people were like, all right, I have 52. I'll give you one. And someone else gave me one. Another person gave me one. And I parlayed those um, coupons into like rides and free weed and shit like that. <laughs> so you traded up. Uh, yeah, I traded up. Bartering, awesome. baby. I was out there yeah, bartering. It's like one of those like channel. I feel like that's something that's like those things you hear on the internet where someone's like, I started off with one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I traded that dollar. Now I started off with I remember that uh, specifically reading about that. I think it was in, I'll, I'll show my age, Scott. I think it was in Maxim magazine or maybe their spinoff stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, That's not showing your age. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still looking at Maxim's. <laughs> uh, you're their only subscriber. Uh, <laughs> um, and I read an article where a guy like used a paperclip to trade up to a house. Uh, but the, I think the big paper thing clip. that, huh? <laughs> I just said a paperclip. Yeah, a paperclip. Uh, but the big, I think like the winning thing was like he knew somebody who knew Corbin Bernstein or something. So he was able to like. <laughs> Corbin Bernson. The yeah, that's, yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that was like a factor where it Get was it like, right. he traded the paperclip for a pen <laughs> and then the pen for something. And then it was like. He knew somebody who knew the Corbin and like traded for a round of golf or whatever. And it's like, technically you started with the round of golf. (laughs) (laughs) The pen didn't really come into play. Uh, Was it one of those pens where you like, you flip it upside down and the clothes come off the way down? (laughs) That was the pen. That I'd trade for a house. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you want. (laughs) Corbin Burnson, he was in the major league movies. He used to be on the show LA Law, but he is now prominent in the faith-based film industry. Really? I, I, one time I accidentally auditioned for the movie Christian Mingle, inspired by the dating app, Christian (laughs) Mingle, directed by Corbin Burnson. I just did this. Like, honestly, it's like you get an audition and you see the scene, these sides. I did it. I had a weird feeling about it. I was like, this can't be totally based off of this. But sure enough, it ended up being a movie starring that gal from uh, Party of Five, Lacey Chabert, I think is her name, and directed by Corbin Burnson. I have a big fascination with like evangelical Christian stuff because I was in that world when I was a, a young teen. And so I still kind of watch because there's such a huge Christian entertainment market. Yeah, it's you know? lucrative. And, and sure, you know, you get people like Corbin Burnson, like, I don't know how genuine or not he is, but it's you see actors like that all the time where they're like, I'm willing to be in this movie that I know is a freaking 
Christian movie. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's about a retired army vet fireman who finds <laughs> faith with other men at a retreat. You know, and it's like. <laughs> oh. There's freaking Corbin Burnson and Dean Kane, you know, it's like these are movies and they're like, that's not a specific one, but it might as well be. Well, welcome to my humble abode. <laughs> he opens mm. the door to like a huge mansion. <sighs> yeah, humble, I'll say this is, uh, this is an amazing home you have here. Yes. Yes, I know. Uh, it's a it's a pretty amazing story, actually. Oh, is it? I'll be the judge yeah. of that, Jeffrey. <laughs> come on, no, well, I, I can't wait to hear it. I, you brought us here, and gosh, even the the entryway is pristine, Jeffrey. Yeah, I mean, well, we have people take care of that. It's a, um, yeah, it's a it's a quite a life. I know we haven't seen each other really since high school, but. It's quite a life yeah. I built for myself. It started with a dog turd. Um, Come again? Uh, it started with a dog turd. What? What started I did it. with a dog turd? Oh, that just the me building my life to this point. I uh, that dog oh. turd it <laughs> shoved into your backpack during lunch in high school. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah same one it was an old white dog turd I, okay hey you the remember dog that turd that got you the nickname dog turd wait a minute yeah. you're saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're saying that dog turd that we started calling you dog turd jeffrey okay yeah yeah that's the it, one that brought you to this home and now you want to what tell us the whole fucking story <laughs> <laughs> ideally it, yeah because you guys shoved the doctor in my backpack so i wanted to show you what i made of that so okay uh, okay scott okay reggie is there uh, any okay. lunch gonna be here or what <laughs> <laughs> yes there'll be lunch can i just okay, show you can i tell you my story of how i built this god yeah it's still annoying i only have an hour but sure go ahead did this uh, did this start before or after you were crying because of the dog turd in your backpack? And then after, it, after, okay, after he's snippy. <laughs> after so, you, you you're still a little too. snipper. <laughs> like you've always I'm been. not a little Such snipper. A little, I'm rich well, now. It doesn't mean you're not a snipper. Jeff oh, Bezos, you, worth two hundred billion, still a fucking dork. A little snipper. Excuse me, guys. I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, I'm just one of those people cool. that, um, that uh, cleans the house, and I just want to let you know the East Yikes. Wing. The Who contractors have to you as that. <laughs> oh, Mr. Every- DT, Mr. DT, <laughs> Mr. Dog Turd refers to you as one of those people. It's who Bezos. The house. It's Bezos. <laughs> it's Bezos. Sorry, it's Bezos. don't cut him off. What, what were you gonna say? <laughs> oh no, I was just letting Mr. DT know that the East. Uh, East sector of the wing. Uh, the contractors mm-hmm. haven't showed up. Uh, they uh, were supposed to be encasing that statue of you holding dog turds. And uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to let you know. I will oh. now uh, walk away. I know you can be a bit snippy. I apologize for interrupting once again. He's calm. That's thank you for the news. Bezos, not DT. I don't know who started that nickname. <laughs> it started like with a dog Trump. turd. It's not like Donald Trump. DT. Dog turd. I didn't choose that. Again, come to my come come here. Come to my uh, okay. kitchen. Yeah. Uh, what do you, got? you said you were hungry. I can have anything mm-hmm. made for you. Okay. Um, anything made for you. All you have to do here: put on this headset. Think of something. It'll show up 
and this uh, dumb waiter right here. Okay. Um, I'll think of mm, thinks of an old white dog turd. <laughs> bon appetit. Op- opens the dumb waiter. What are you doing this for? Mm? You said. Why are you doing this? Because it's funny, for, mainly for us. Well, now you have to eat it, okay? Because what else do we have? You've taken all of our wealth. The pe- the poor are dying. We have a pandemic going on. They're suffering. You're sitting here with all your dumbass inventions. You're still a fucking dork. And so, yeah, the least you could do is be reminded that a lot of your success has to do with a piece of freaking dog turd. We're going to... We're going to take you down, Bezos. Yeah, now I can't stop thinking of dog turds. They just start <laughs> piling in the dump. Hey, come on. I'm going to have to get someone to sanitize the dumb waiter if you keep putting white turds in it. I'm not trying to do it intentionally. You put this headset on me, <laughs> and then you started talking, and all I can think of is little dog turd Jeffrey. <laughs> Stop it, uh, stop it, stop it, stop it. Uh, uh, Bezos phones ring, rings, his phone rings. One second. Taps his ear. Mambo number five. This <laughs> <laughs> is rigged up. Hey, 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 Mr. D2, just want to let you know, um, we're um, we're tracking the workers in the um, Bakersfield plant. And yes, they're trying to use the bathroom. They're trying to put turds in toilets. Mm. And we we don't have time for that. We're losing we're losing cents on the dollar every second. Well, do something about it. Do something about it. I will fire the entire plant. Don't fire them. Punish them. Okay. Dog turds in all their backpacks. Done. Done. Thank you, sir. Uh, Once again, I apologize for interrupting whatever you're doing. I know you can be a bit snippy. Uh, (laughs) Not snippy. (laughs) Who says I'm snippy? Just look at this dumb waiter. Is (laughs) (laughs) wait. There's a okay. Who thought of the accent magazine with Christina Aguilera in it? (laughs) (laughs) Who didn't? All right, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast where a guest shares a story. Uh, Leonard, uh, you're going first. Talk, tell us what, talk to us. Man, my story is, I feel like funny now, but in the moment, not so much. You know, uh, we're out here in LA, I'm out here in LA, and I don't really know shit about LA or outside of LA. I'm always working. I've been here for four years and I've never really been to Joshua Tree or Palm Springs or anything like that. But a couple of years ago, me and some coworkers, we went in the cabin and went out to Big Bear. Mm. You know, it was uh, November. It was a good time. It's going to be fun. We were having a lot of fun. We 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 indeed had fun, and uh, we were there. First day goes goes normal. We're having a great time, cabin drinking. Second day, we're like, let's go to the lake. Uh, it was a dry time. There was a drought, mm. you know, so the water was kind of low in a few areas. But we found a lake. And they were renting uh, boats. They had those like pontoon boats, the flat, the flat mm-hmm. boat, pontoon boats, big boats. And there were about eight of six, seven, eight of us, I think. And uh, so it was me, one gentleman, and I think like four or five ladies. And okay, so of course I was like, let me drive the boat. You know what I'm saying? I I am from the south, so I am all about that lake life. Uh, uh-huh. We if, if we're gonna get drunk near some water, it's on a lake. You know, we don't have beaches to go to really. And uh, Sure. So I'm driving the boat. We're out there. You have to sign a contract and do all this stuff before they give you the boat. And then the contract it clearly states you are not allowed to get off this boat and get in the water. No getting in the water. Oh. Got to stay on the boat, which was kind of surprising. Um, so 
we sign it. We're all like, okay, we're going to get in the water. Fuck these people. <laughs> they, they won't know. So we're on the boat. We're in the middle of the lake. Drop the anchor. Everybody's shy. Nobody wants to get in the water. Me being me, I'm like, man, fuck you guys. And I was like, you guys are some bitches. And I just jump right in. Cannonball into the water. It's cold. God damn. It was shockingly cold. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> Everybody was worried about the temperature of the water. I let them know it was cold. So nobody really decided to jump in. I was like, I was out there for about a minute. And so I'm like, all right, well, fuck. I guess nobody's going to jump in. I'll get back on the boat. <laughs> on the boat. I'm like, well, hold on. Wait a second. Where the fuck is the ladder? There's no ladder on the boat at all. No one can drop a ladder to me. Nothing. And it's a pontoon boat. So it's metal yeah. on the sides, and like the whole sticking out. Like a foot and a half off the water. Foot. Yeah, you guys don't know me, but I'm a big guy. I'm a large gentleman. Wow. So I'm like, uh, okay, let me try to get back on this boat. And I don't have any traction. I don't have any, like, anything uh, to hold myself up and my big ass can't use my just arm strength to pull myself out of a large body of water uh so things are getting a little tense at first it seemed kind of funny people were laughing it was comical but then i was like okay guys this is not a laughing matter anymore it's kind of serious we're in the middle of the lake i'm not swimming back to the coast mm. uh i'm starting to drift away from the boat oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. They're trying to throw the life, the the vest thing attached to a rope to me. And like, they keep missing attempt two, attempt oh, three, no. four. I finally grab it and I'm just sitting there floating, floating away. So uh, someone tries to drive the boat. They're driving to me. Damn near hit me with the boat. Um, and I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm about to die in the middle of this lake in Big Bear. <laughs> Uh, of course, black man drowns in lake. Like the only person who gets in the lake probably in, in the month and he drowns. So I'm like, <laughs> fuck, man. I'm starting to freak out. And they're like, we got to call somebody. We got to call the guy. We got to. And I'm like, I don't know how long I can last in this water. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try again. My friend Brooks, thank you. He was trying to help me. He was trying to pull me up. He's a skinny fellow. He tried to do that. <laughs> He can't pull me up. So he's pulling. I'm trying. And I'm just like, it's basically fight or flight at this moment. And I like somehow get my leg up to like, there's like um a bracketing, like fence type area around the boat. And I just like pull my leg up and I just lock it in. And I put all my weight on my leg to support myself and pull myself up. And the adrenaline is rushing. It's going. And mm-hmm. I pull myself up and I'm just like, man, my heart was beating. I get on the boat and <laughs> fuck. I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't die. So we're driving the boat back. <laughs> I'm a little shook. I have to drive the boat because nobody can really drive the boat. So I'm like driving the boat back. just like thinking about all my past transgressions and if it all was going to go to heaven or hell, if it was real or not. And, um, <laughs> and I'm pulling the boat back in and I'm, I'm fucking up. I'm hitting the guys like, no, don't go this way. And I guess I'm still shaking. I like I'm hitting the dock on like both sides and shit, like trying to get it back in this little parking space. And, uh, after the adrenaline wore off, I had like a limp for like three days, three, four days from me putting oh. all the weight on my leg and like my knee. Like I'd like put my leg over top of one railing and around the other and just like locked it in. Like basically if I like put enough weight on it, it probably would have broke my leg. But I was like, I'm not dying. I'll have a broken leg. But uh fuck my leg up. 
live for three days, but I'm here to tell the story. I didn't die, guys. I did not die. (laughs) So, do you know why they said not to get in the water? Is it because there wasn't a ladder on the boat? (laughs) I think that probably was a part of it. Like, and I feel like it has to be, right? Like, yeah. I guess they don't have a ladder on it to make sure that people don't jump in the water or I don't know. They didn't say anything about there not being a ladder on the boat before we got out there. So they should have a ladder. I think even just, I know I just assumed all boats have ladders. Every boat I've ever been on has had a ladder on it. And yeah, that's probably why. Cause they knew it was, they could get sued. <laughs> they ran out of ladders on their boat. <laughs> hey, listen, when we ordered, listen, those ladders cost an extra 49 95. <laughs> when you account for 15 boats, that's a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I was just spent a lot of time with a pontoon boat. Uh, at a lake in Wisconsin. And yeah, it's no laughing mm-hmm. matter. Like without that ladder, there's like, yeah, I think That's when I was a kid, slippery. I used to like challenge myself to do it, but like, mm-mm. uh, it's like a good two feet off the foot, foot and a half, two feet off the water, something like that. Um, but also what's the point of going on a lake if you can't get in the water? Like that's right? like kind of <laughs> half the thing is to jump in. I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's my story, guys. It's a little, a little disturbing. I apologize. It's a great story. <laughs> it's a great story. What? What? Uh, did you return? Like, was this just a day trip, or did you do multiple days on the boat? Or we want yeah, there was no more getting on the water after that. Everybody was kind of <laughs> shook. It kind of like ruined the mood. But I just like. I was like, all right, guys, no, I'm cool. Like, don't let it affect our next day and a half here. We were only there for like three days, something like three, mm-hmm. four days. And uh, yeah, we just went about our day. And I think I just got drunk and sat in the hot tub after that. <laughs> a lot of weed. <laughs> my leg hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bummer that nobody got in the water did, with did you. you freeze? I don't know. Did yeah, I? it was. I was very bummed nobody got in the water, but. I guess it was a blessing in disguise because <laughs> you know we all wouldn't have been able to get in the boat if we all jumped in the water. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I haven't been to I I've been you were saying in the beginning of this like you haven't been to Joshua Tree or whatever, uh, just Big Bear. Uh, I've been to Palm Springs, but I've never been to Joshua Tree either. Been to Big Bear before. One time with Jake. Uh, mm. Big Bear's lovely. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what did you uh, say, Scott? <laughs> I said Big Bear's lovely. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, methamphetamine in through there in uh, San Bernardino. <laughs> in the, you know, but there's some beautiful country up there. Big Bear Lake can be really beautiful, too. Um, <laughs> Joshua Tree, that's a great spot, too. You got to go to Joshua Tree. You know, there's a lot of desert out there. Because... Yeah. Well, my wife's from outside of Pittsburgh. When her friends came and visit California, everyone's always interested in seeing the desert because that topography, you know, doesn't really exist elsewhere. So I think, you know, they're not as impressed with the mountains and trees of a big bear as they are with the flat desert lands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Joshua tree is beautiful. Yeah. I've been meaning to go and I've, I've had this uh, bag of mushrooms since like the beginning of quarantine and I just haven't, I haven't gone. I'm, I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. <laughs> Did you buy them 
when quarantine started or did you have them and then quarantine happened? Yeah. Um, so I had some mushrooms right before quarantine started and I had them for like a year maybe. And I never did them. I never had the chance to. And, uh, I went to this Thundercat concert and I took them. Smart. And it was like literally his second to last show before everything shut down and they didn't work. I don't know. Maybe cause I kept them in my dresser and not in the freezer, but <laughs> they just didn't work. And I was very upset about it. Yeah, so cool. I was like, yeah. so I was like, all right, I got it a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I got a trip. I need a trip. So when quarantine happened, I was like, shit, I'm about to have a month or two of free time. And <laughs> let me get these motherfucking mushrooms. And uh, I got them. And I still, I just, I still haven't taken them. Mm. You know, yeah, I'm a fan of uh, just doing a little sometimes, you know, sometimes we build it up to be like, I got to eat all these things and have a whole quote unquote crazy trip, which is can be fun too, but uh, every now and again, you can just chomp one, one or two, and then <laughs> you're just kind of like, hey, you know, total. You you see it, you see the connections, and uh, anxiety can go down because that thing too. Like sometimes if I eat too much, it's like whoa, you know, like I gotta You'll freak yourself out, go into another realm and be there for a long time, as opposed to doing a little dance with you know the nature of spirits Devil. that connect us. <laughs> I feel like I would. I'm not in a place to do mushrooms right now. <laughs> in the- yeah. That's what also is like, am I in the right mind state to do these? Like, yeah, yeah. you gotta be in the right situation. But for sure. Maybe Joshua tree. Um, cool. Let's do some scenes. Hey, your name's Joshua. It is. <laughs> and you've never been, it's your name, your tree. <laughs> Wait, it's like me not Joshua going to tree? Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I don't. Or me never know. climbing Jacob's ladder. <laughs> we were all thinking it. <laughs> or Leonard. There's a place called Leonard's Keys on Magnolia in Burbank. I've taken okay. a photo with it. You sure nobody wants to get in the water with me? <laughs> it's pretty nice. <laughs> Somebody join no, me good. in the water. We're good. What, what what's the temperature of the water right now? It's freezing cold. Don't you <laughs> want to join me in the water? Come on. We came up here for a little boat trip. Uh, I don't like cold water. I'm taking yeah, no off thanks. my swimsuit. <laughs> you don't have to no. do that, Jake. <laughs> you don't know how to uh, sell things. Uh, you should probably like hold on to your swimsuit. It's floating away. The, your swimsuit is literally floating away. Oh, somebody better come in and get my swimsuit. I'm just a little naked boy in the water. What is this, dude? What this isn't helping. Man? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? You want to talk about something, Jake? Yeah, you you're gonna tell us. I you're gonna be, play poker this weekend. I began uh, trying to take the long saver thing to get his shorts back, but not him. Just I'm just trying to let's at least get you clothed again. This is ridiculous. No Come one wants on. this. Who wants to jump in and do what? I'm gonna see how far I could dive down. I you see my little butt and then my leg. <laughs> God, what is? What's going on with Jake right now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, who's, oh. who's counting? How long was that? How long was I under? Not okay, long. Jake, six seconds. 
He literally went down and came right back up, Jake. It's freezing. What's yeah. your point? What's your end game here, pal? What's the end game? I want to show us nice... your butthole. So I, I want to have say... a nice time with my rugby teammates on a little boat trip. Okay. Who wants mm-hmm. to join me in the water? None of us, pal. We, none of us. Don't you want to water. come in the water and be with me? You what? Cut to cut to rugby practice. Cut to rugby practice. Why are you peeing on the field, Jake? What are you? you He's still pretending to swim naked. (laughs) (laughs) He's dancing around naked as he pees. Who wants to join me out in the field? Dude, we're in the middle of a game right now. We're scrumming over here. There's about to be a scrum, dude. This is not cool. But hold on, I will say this: your ball is very clean. You Thank clean- you, Terry. Quit look, quit praising him. The other well, team's storming over right in front of me. I can't help but notice his butthole is clean. Well, you know, the other team's compliment. storming after us. <laughs> <laughs> he gets thrown, thrown all over the place, totally nude. <laughs> How long was that? I, I held my breath. How long was that for? Don't, we couldn't even time it. You were above land. You weren't even underwater. And we didn't even we're know you playing. were holding your breath, Jake. <laughs> what is, what's going on? Is there something you're trying to? Is there something we need to know, Jake? I'm trying to bond with my team. Okay, maybe we'd win a few more games if we were naked uh, together. We cut to therapy. He's doing the same thing in the room with just the therapist. Okay. Do you want to join me over in this corner? <laughs> I'm just going to keep looking this way. I'd prefer if you were clothed, as I said before. It's a bit inappropriate. I'm peeing in this pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. And what? why? What, what's going on I'm with trying you, to build. What's the, the logic here? <laughs> the best friendships I ever had were the ones I made when I was a kid. And I think it's because we bonded over, you know, childlike, sort of vulnerable, exhibitionist behavior. And I can't seem to get anybody to join me in it. Wow. Jake is 37 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Your insight into your own perhaps traumatized psyche is is pretty uh, astute, I think. (sighs) That has to at least be 15 (laughs) seconds. Right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, thanks for taking the self-guided tour of our, you know, cotton candy making facilities. Uh, excuse me, sir. It seems like, you know, at the beginning I said, please don't, you know, don't jump into the vats of cotton candy. And it seems like you, I don't, I don't mean to to point fingers, but you seem to be covered in uh, cotton candy. Uh, I mean. I thought we were all jumping in, right? No, again, I expressly said at the beginning of it, it's a self-guided tour. So I didn't go. I had to, I was over here trying to ship some orders. This is a mom and pop business. You take a loop around. You see how we make the, the, the cotton candy. And I said, please don't jump in. Okay. And I'm now just, I'm looking at you and I, can, I can't really even see your face. All right. I just want to say something. Okay. I'm, I'm honestly just trying to come out of this zone. I'm, I was in shock. I was very scared. I literally well, ate too much cotton candy and got diabetes. Okay. I'm, I'm a little, I was on a sugar high. Things are going crazy. I was seeing old pictures of Hey Arnold and, and, and the angry beavers and I didn't know where I was. Okay. 
just yeah. these, these things. And I, when you are about to die, possibly drown and eat too much cotton candy, and the first thing you see is the angry beavers from Nickelodeon, what does that mean? You know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to contemplate life in, in myself. I understand. Is there a lifeguard on duty? <laughs> There's only me here. What is it? There's not a lifeguard? That's what I'm saying. How do they be? not have a lifeguard here? It's a cotton candy factory. My okay? husband did a cannonball into the cotton candy. It says he to not to do eat that. His way out. It, it says, says to not do What's the I point in taking the a cotton candy factory tour if we can't do laps, do cotton exactly. candy I get that it's enticing, but it's dangerous, okay? Well, he's screaming about Ren and Stimpy and old Nicktoons in there, and I don't know what to make of it. Like the specifics uh, that the specifics are one thing. Okay. I can't go into dream interpretations or what people are going to see right before they die. Okay. Die. I'm, Jung, I'm not a Jungian dream analyst. I'm just someone who owns a mom and pop cotton candy factory. And I asked you at the beginning of the tour, self-guided don't well, do you have, jump in. Well, I have a <laughs> suggestion. Okay. Don't make I'll, the cotton candy blue. Okay. Choose another okay. color besides blue. I can see that. It's like a big, that of just like a big vat of water to jump in. Yeah, I can see how that if there's already a desire to maybe do it and it looks like water, it's maybe enough to push people over the edge. Excuse me, <clears throat> manager. I'm ready Hi. to have my picture taken. I believe I caught the biggest cotton candy fish. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Do I take the picture here or I don't see any other pictures on the wall, actually. Am I the okay, first one? So what? What are you deducing from that? <laughs> that that's not what you should be doing. Wow. I told is, you. That a, is that a 15 pound Swedish fish? It is a fish, 15 pound Swedish <laughs> fish. I caught Man, it. I, I think that's a world some, record. That's right. I used we some make- gummy worms and I caught it. And I would like my picture taken, maybe with like it around my head, like, oh no. <clears throat> yeah, again, this is not. Uh, where you stand and get your picture taken <laughs> at any point. So going you in go after ahead. my husband, <laughs> I'm sure you have a phone. You could fucking take your own picture. <laughs> he dives in a vat. We see she's getting bigger and bigger. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, brother. I think Angelica wasn't as bad as the Rugrats made her out to be. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> oh wow, she's eating a lot of cotton candy. <laughs> we get to this couple uh, at their destination. They had stopped at the cotton candy factory on a road trip. <laughs> oh, my goodness, you two are eight hours late. We we're waiting for you. What happened? Well, <sighs> we went. To a cotton candy factory, and th- it was not equipped with the p- proper safety equipment. You, you know, like when uh, Vietnam vets come back from the war, and they're a little different. Yes, I am familiar with that. Well, I'm going to say this was worse than that. Well. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. But my children are ready to put on their quarantine presentation of the Rugrats movie. (laughs) And and we waited for you to (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I forgot this. I have no idea how to do it. (laughs) 
Come on, kids, believe in yourselves. You guys are good. You two are embarrassing me in front of our guests. You forgot the song. You don't know how to do it. Tommy Pickles wears the underwear and he keeps all his tools in there. Okay. And then it's technically not underwear, it's a diaper. (laughs) Okay. You know what? And this is supposed to be Phil and Lil, these two little baby dolls. I can't. Quarantined though. Sure, your naming sucks. <laughs> also, Act One, you have the babies trying to get to a blender. That's kind of wrong. Babies shouldn't get try to get to a blender. What? This is a Are- sick <laughs> and twisted production. We drove across state lines to be here. <laughs> Are you writing that up as your uh, New York Times review? Yes. You were supposed to be here as my friends. (laughs) Well, I'm also on business. Let me tell you something. Angelica, the portrayal of Angelica is a little dated. (laughs) How so? (laughs) She's like a nagging child. She's like, just wants everyone else to... Mm-hmm. She, she's like spoiled, kind of a gold. You're taking age. umbrance with the original depiction and creation of the character. If you're going to recreate it with actual oh, kids. You want us one. to like erase the past and all of a sudden, I, I suppose you want to censor books that aren't as uh, culturally progressive as, you know, you New York people are all the same. <sighs> I'm, We're I'm trying like- to do a quarantine inspired, authentic portrayal of the freaking Rugrats, I guess. <laughs> and you're coming in here with your liberal agenda. Get out of here. You know, let's just take five. We'll take five. You can restart whatever you need to do with these kids. I'm going to go take a dip in the pool of caramel. Oh, wow. Wow. I can't believe I finally made it out of here, man. <laughs> Thanks for taking me to the desert. You know, uh, this is this is great. I've never I've never seen anything like this. Uh, so yeah. uh, is there like a is there like a river around here or something? Maybe a lake or like uh, maybe the ocean? Maybe some some we can jump in. It's kind of hot out here. It's kind of dry. Nope, that's the uh, that's the opposite of a desert. Uh, Wait, what is this? Just kind of sandy, deserted earth. As far as the eye can see, there's no like, oh. you know, lush greenery, maybe some trees we can climb or something like that, you know? Nope. Fire? Nope. Wait, what? You said oh. you wanted to see something unique to California. So I took you out to Death Valley. A gust of oh. dust comes up and an old, an old grizzled cowboy appears as tumbleweeds pass him. Well, welcome to the desert. One of the driest places there is on earth. Here, have hey, a my- glass Ooh. of sand. <laughs> Would you like some sand? Sand? He doesn't normally drink, but maybe he'll have some sand on his vacation. Well, no, that's how just, we do it here in the desert. I want to fro- frolic in a nice, like, green field, you know? Kind of well, like- you need to be more specific on your emails. I don't know, man. Just my image of the desert was not this. I thought it was, I thought we were going to have it's fun. It's a desert. Maybe. You see old cowboys, you drink sand. <laughs> you wanted to have fun. Okay, we are having fun. Josh, the cowboy had since, like, trotted off into the sunset, <laughs> to the sun. And there's just right, there's just cowboys roaming around with the 
if you're lucky, and that was a huge opportunity, but we <laughs> biffed it because you're busy talking about frolicking. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, that guy Josh, could have shown us a horse or something. That would I'm have sorry, been the Josh. highlight of the trip. Josh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to do something fun with you and just spend some time with you. But you know what? We're here together, and that's yeah. that's all that really matters, you know? Well, this is a, I just, I wanted to show you California. This is where I thought to come. All right, well, you're going right, to, so do you want it? Go ahead. It's dry and hot. There's like a, is there like a volcano around? Maybe we see an active volcano, something like that. Is there? No, there's not a volcano around. Joshua, what the fuck? What the fuck are we doing out here? There's There's nothing out here. What is there to do? Why don't people come out here? We're hanging out. We're experiencing the heat. Dust uh, of dust. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's dusty out here. A uh, a convertible with a a couple of topless babes pulls up. (laughs) Hey, boys. You want to come hang out? (laughs) Excuse me? We're doing desert stuff, okay? <laughs> what the fuck, Josh? <laughs> God, those topless babes almost ruined our time. Josh, God. what are they even doing out here? Go to Malibu, topless babes. I mean, you're right. I mean, there are topless babes everywhere, but damn, Josh. A couple of pantsless boys pull up in a Jeep Wrangler. Hey! They're with the babes. It's a whole t- people are titty fucking people all over the place in Malibu. I want my titties fucked. What? That's not what I expected you to say. I mean, don't say that in front of these bottomless boys unless you want to have a whole different Death Valley experience. Well, Josh, I want to experience something. This is nothingness. There's literally nothing out here. Hey, I'm one of these topless boys. <laughs> don't judge your friend, okay? Topless. If he wants, don't relegate titty fucking. To whatever your heteronormative concept is, okay? Okay, God, this is why I didn't want to get into it with them. Your bottomless boys are two cars ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get away from the freeway? I don't know where these lost, uh, haveless people are, but I I don't want any part of it. Okay, okay. okay. I mean, I just thought if we were going to do mushrooms, there was going to be at least something to look at. That's distracting. God, titty fucking on mushrooms is like... Reading a book on acid. It's just, there's better stuff to do. Okay. Let's okay. just do some mushrooms. Okay. We'll experience the dry, dry, dry desert. Like you've never had before. Um, we'll move a little bit away from the freeway. So we're not tempted to do titty fucking or any other kind of hand or mouth stuff. All right. Now uh, we, we cut to later that night. Uh, why is it so cold, man? I only brought shorts and tank tops. It's the man. desert. It's the desert. It gets cold at night. Okay. <laughs> what? I thought it was hot and dusty out here. Now it's cold. It's I'm freezing. I gotta show you Google. You gotta get on Google. <laughs> a couple of sleeping bags pull up in a van. <laughs> hey, boys, wanna get inside us? <laughs> no. Yes. Beat it. <laughs> Uh, the cowboy from before <laughs> rolls back into town. Hey, man, I was just reading a book on acid. What? Wait, were you reading like, a book while on acid or reading a book about acid? It's exactly like titty fucking on mushrooms. Put some chaps on. Sir, may I get on this horse with you? <laughs> Please take me away. Fine by me. 
Josh, you're on your own, buddy. Now right. listen, just put that thumb out. I'm sure somebody will pull up maybe a a couple of camels, you know, maybe a couple of I don't know. I don't know. This is just a wacky, crazy world, Josh. And or Josh, you could join me in this mirage. I took off my swimsuit. <laughs> this guy again. Let's get back to the meat part of the podcast where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Scott, you are up. What would you like to talk about? Hey, it's Scott. I'm back with a brand new meaty story. You know what that means, folks. I'm a third timer here. This story is meaty. Yum. We usually add that stuff in post, but thank you. Medium rare. A little bit of blood. A little bit of blood. A little bit of Monica in my lap. That's what I mean. Bezos' ringtone. That's all I could think of. Uh, should have been Smash Mouth. Uh, okay, I'm Scott, and I'm going to tell a story. Um, my story, it's a bit of an L.A. story. No, not the Steve Martin film with Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> the Just Los Angeles, you know. Sure, our entertainment industry is a bit of a standstill, but, you know, I've lived in L.A., kicked around, and uh, this just was a funny little, there's some funny little details in here. So one one acting job I got was on a pilot that was a hidden camera type show where musical like celebs and musicians went incognito as it were i'm not going to ever say what it specifically was just (laughs) Just so i don't immediately ask you because i was gonna is it okay if i say what it is i think so no one really cares right okay so there was a funnier die sketch that uh this guy eric appel directed that they then made we're gonna make try to make into a a pilot and uh, it was called undercover karaoke. So it was bits where musicians would go oh. like be dressed up in prosthetics and such. And then they would go and sing their own songs in karaoke. And people would be like, Whoa, that sounds like jewel because it's jewel singing jewel at like a karaoke bar. Right. And so that sounds like funnier dies MO back then. Right. For like sure. I know that loose arts- concept around a celebrity. <laughs> well, our buddy Joe Hartzler did one of these segments too, where it was 50 cent. And so 50 Cent did like, but the one that I did was Adam Levine from uh, Maroon 5. And so me and uh, Alex Berg, you know, from Convoy, if you got some improv heads out there, uh, (laughs) he's a cool dude. But he and I were hired to go undercover as this guy's friend. So they, Adam Levine, they put on full like prosthetics, fake nose, eyes. He had like a wig, you know, dressed like in flannels and you really could not tell it was him. But it was Adam Levine and uh, we were at, it was, I, I think it's called like the gas lamp or something or gaslight. It's a uh, gaslight. It's in Santa Monica. I don't know how well you guys know your karaoke West LA karaoke bars, but uh, <laughs> I probably a pretty well known karaoke spot. But um, <clears throat> so my job was to be this guy's buddy and try to get people to talk to us. Cause they had put a bunch of hidden cameras in this place. And it was like a night, a very busy night. And we had to, I had an earpiece in, they were telling me things. I couldn't hear it all the time, but Adam Levine, he was like nice enough when, when I met him. And then it was so interesting because he 
was really paranoid that people were going to recognize him. But if you saw him, he had just a huge prosthetic nose and like cheek bones and like full beard and even like, gla- I don't know if he had glasses or not, but you couldn't tell it was anybody, you know, but he, he remained worried that they were going to find out that it was him, but it was a tough thing because it's hard. They, my job was basically to try to convince people and ladies at the bar to come and talk to us and hang out with us. Why the heck didn't I get this gig? It makes no (laughs) sense. Well, part of it was, it was scary because that's hard to do in real life. Yeah. It's hard to just be like, let me go in this crowded place and just start flirting with people and get them to respond. And then like talk to my other friend. It was scary. It was like, it's hard to do, you know, let's, let's have a little bit of honesty here. What? <laughs> You're the same guy who was once had a had a I believe mm-hmm. a menage a trois proposed to you just from some girls who saw you walking down sunset. <laughs> when was this? Don't you, I feel like you told me that. No. Maybe not. We can cut this out. Yeah, that's just your dream of me. <laughs> that's the life you like to think that I've lived and I haven't. Um I mean maybe here and there. Uh no but uh <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought here. My what bad. Talking about? No, I, well, well, also because they they made me wear like a cross earring on my right ear and like they dressed me up like a real like I was I look like a total fool too, you know, like like a like a a ding dong. But uh, I'll tell you, uh, the the waitress came over to us, cocktail waitress, and I'm sitting there with Adam Levine incognito. And our waitress looks at him and goes, I think I recognize you. And like, I knew that he was worried about being recognized. And so my move to deter her attention from him was to put it on her and say, uh, you look familiar to me to make it about her. First thing out of her mouth. Yeah, I do porn. So you probably recognize me from doing porn. And I was like, Oh, right on. And so like, she must've, <laughs> not known or something that she was potentially about to be on a TBS pilot either. I don't know what they, they didn't, you know, they didn't like prep everybody. Everyone didn't know they were on a show. And so it was one of those things where I'm doing footage for what might be a pilot with Adam Levine. And this gal's going, I'm a porn star. Me and my sister both do porn. And da, 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 da. She told me what her porn name was, her and her, she has a sister that's doing porn too. And also it's like, what am I supposed to say to that? Cause I don't want to be like, you are a cocktail waitress and doing porn, you know, like, that's great. You know, like <laughs> business must be, you know, like I didn't want to be a dick and be like, you're doing porn and you still have to wait tables. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because I think in some level us as actors, it's like, well, it, there's that old, fake cliche of, well, I'll go and do porn to make some actual money for a day of work or whatever but uh or lose some in my case <laughs> and uh did i did i look did i look this person up later on yeah i did i, I, I looked her up and i've seen some of her work and her sister's work that's uh but uh you know uh but that's the funny thing about doing that experience is he got up there and sang a maroon five song perfectly that's part of the gag of the show is everyone's like, Whoa, that moment of 
who's that person singing that song so great? And then, and then he came back after he took the makeup off and it was Chris Hardwick was the host of the show. And he came out and like to everyone in the bar and was like, Hey, everybody, you remember that person from before? It's actually Adam Levine. And he came out and sang more Maroon five songs as Adam Levine, but it's so karaoke. Yes. And then they interview people at the end. Like that's one of the last bits. And it's so funny because people are just drunk people doing karaoke. So they, many people didn't put two and two together that like that person that sang Maroon five perfectly. And his name was like Bubba or whatever. And he had a weird wig and beard and nose <laughs> and then came back and Adam Levine was there. And Chris Hardwick introduced Adam Levine. People still didn't get it. People were like, what? Adam Levine. Was that guy too? <laughs> like people don't, people don't get it. They're too, you know, they're just out there trying to have karaoke fun. Maybe some of that's LA too, where people are like, yeah, sure. Okay. Adam Levine sang a song. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, for whatever reason, I, I thought there were some funny little uh, <laughs> odd little details. What kind of but stuff did, did you have to do while you were waiting? Like, like I know you talked to the, the waitress slash uh, adult film star, but like what, what, what was like, the, like what were they trying to Get, were you trying was that your time to shine like doing like the sort of yeah it was i was trying to wrangle people to talk to them really it was like i see hey you know like i'm here with my friend freaking whatever his name was bubba and like why don't you come back to our table because there were cameras like hidden in the booths and stuff like that so i think they wanted footage of people interact having conversations mm. with them you know, and so I tried to wrangle some people to like sit across from them and be like, <laughs> you know, they wanted like people and girls or whatever to be chatting, but not knowing it's him. And then maybe there's a reveal or something. But, uh, you know, the show never got picked up. But because um, <laughs> I used to go see, sorry, uh, I used to go see Maroon 5 a lot when they were called Kara's Flowers. They, uh, they were a band called Kara's Flowers. Most of the core people had a major label release when they were like still in high school and then kind of were in between labels for years. I saw them at the farmer's market. You know, I used to see them play for like 50 people all the time, a hundred people, them and Phantom Planet. This is kind of early aughts mm-hmm. LA shows, you know, but it was always like, man, this band is really good. They were always so good. And they made a conscious decision to go pop. They were like, okay, we're going to write pop songs and become famous and big, you know, because they have such talent. They're very good musicians, but it was interesting to see a band that was kind of a local little band. One second. So, so consciously make a decision to be like, we're going to become a huge pop. We're going to make a bunch of money. Yeah, I just think sure. it's funny that nobody thought about the logistics and the fact that people are drinking and doing karaoke. I feel like maybe obviously Adam wants to like look his best on camera when he is like himself, but I feel like you have to do the reveal at least like a minute or two after the song. So then people can see him like at least like pull the wig off to see the process. I think that's what's missing. And then go back and get yourself all together and come back out. Cause I feel like I would, yeah, for sure. Be like, okay, what what just happened? Like oh. yeah, it's, it's yeah. missing <clears throat> missing a piece. <laughs> but that's that's funny. Did you guys uh, pull any girls to talk to him at all? Or I mean, maybe a uh, maybe I can't even remember. I think I sort of did. 
you know? Um, but it was, it's, that was one of the hardest. I've had a couple hard acting jobs like that, where it's uh, like hidden camera stuff can be very hard unless you, you have to be wired to do it, you know, cause it's, it's scary, you know, it's not acting. Cause I did yeah. one other, I did one other hidden camera thing that was a prank on a UFC fighter in their gym in Arizona. And I had to walk in there and like SWAT gear and question him about like drugs that are in his gym. Yeah. This was a college humor thing. I flew out to, maybe I should have told this story, but uh, I'll tell you a quick, the quick summation of it. I got obliterated the night before so much so that I was deathly ill the day of shooting. So I'm hungover as I've ever been in my life. And I got to be a, a cop. I had a mustache at the time that helped me <laughs> I had to walk into this UFC fighters gym with like cameras everywhere, secret cameras. Cause one guy was like punking the other guy, pranking him. This is for like diet, Dr. Pepper or some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little sweet. <laughs> this didn't come out either because it was like weirdly mean. It like wasn't as funny as they intended, but uh, I had to walk in there and kind of question this guy. And the first thing out of his mouth where I'm like, yeah, one of your trainers is we got rumor of some drugs and stuff coming in here. And the first thing out of his mouth was, yeah, we handled that though. Like a guy was, and so it was like the first thing out of this guy's mouth was admitting there's been drug issues <laughs> in his gym. And it was like, wait, what's going on? Like, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I was supposed to just intimidate this guy. But, uh, it, and then at the, the end of the prank was me going, no, like get on the ground and freaking, you know, you'd never do it these days, but holy uh, shit. Yeah, I had to call in a SWAT team. So it was like 10 dudes that you and I would know from our various <laughs> days at improvisers? YouTube. Yes. <laughs> like, just like bigger improvisers. It was like Marshall <laughs> Givens and like other people like this that like people, you know, you know from this extended kind of comedy actor world that we were sort of in all dressed in SWAT gear, swarming in. It was so crazy. And we had to like do it one more time. Dude, <laughs> do, do the reveal one more time so that they could get other footage or him kind of being like, oh, ha, 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 okay. But it was such a, a misguided thing that... Also, that's yeah. like a dangerous situation. SWAT team members are like trained to deal with if things go bad. You don't just like... You yeah, just no, dress it, them it, up like the SWAT team and say we're raiding you. This is a... <laughs> It's, I mean, it was however many years ago, eight years ago or something, but it was, uh, yeah, something totally stupid and misguided that never should have happened. And, uh, uh, I've never seen the footage. Uh, My friend, the producer was like, you could see it if you want, you know? And I was just kind of like, that's one of the worst days of my life. Uh, you know, I I was ill. I was ill. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hung over ill. And then I just worried about getting your ass beat. Uh, by UFC fighter? Not, not <laughs> super, super worried. I guess, you, I guess if you're SWAT, like, they probably aren't going to try to fight a SWAT member, but like, yeah, right all it takes that. is one member of the gym to be like, I'm not going back to jail. And like, <laughs> you don't know what could happen. <laughs> like, and this was in Arizona. Yeah, it was in Arizona. in Arizona. We drove all the way out to Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. To do it. Well, because it was like, yeah, we went to a Phoenix Suns game the night before. We were living it up. We were at in Tempe, just like at the college bars, and I got totally obliterated and woke up the next day just ill. So it's such an era of, I guess, both of our experiences with comedy in LA is just like a website based comedy thing, pranks. 
pays nothing, but you get a night in a hotel or you just get like, oh, I get to work with Adam Levine. Yeah, I'll go yeah. be a liar at a bar. <laughs> like, Yeah, they, you don't realize they're pranking you the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it very well could be. They're like, you don't know, but the budget for this is $600,000 and we're paying you one twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get 10 million views and you get $125. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I've said it before and, and I'll say it again. What? Just on behalf of me, fuck funnier die. <laughs> I, I worked there for two and a half years. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's a big... That's a, a large sentiment these days. It's tough, you know, because we all got effed by the bigger thing of whatever this corporate America is. It's like, this is how you frame your business and construct it. And this is how profit happens. And they just did it to all of us. You know, they were able to do it to all of us. Just go, they want to do it. They want to do the videos. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it just sucks. Uh, they could have easily, they could have easily just freaking taken some of the excess and given it to us. <laughs> yeah, to the people. Because even the people that work there, it's like, that's what's so sad, I think, is like you end up getting had by your own friends, you know, mm-hmm. or like they're trying to just have a job too and they're making some salary, but like we're all being had by, you know, the friends. When I left Funny or Die infrastructure, I realized I was making more as a post production assistant at uh, for the Discovery Channel and I was there for two and a half years. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Did you have something, yep. Leonard? Sorry. Uh, I was just thinking, I was just going to ask, was Steve Nash at least still playing on the Suns or like, was he? Well, was when did he retire? I, uh, when did he retire? He yeah. went to the Lakers in 2012. Right. This was, yeah, maybe he was still playing. Honestly, I was so, I'll have to think of what year it is and we can figure it out. So he was probably, uh, I'm like probably looking right. for the positives in this. <laughs> well, Steve Nash, yeah, for sure. Steve Nash just got named coach, head coach of the Brooklyn of the Nets. Nets today. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I don't know if we're all basketball heads here in different all ways, but, uh, basketball fans. man, it's, it's, uh, basketball is playing such a huge role in our society and our culture right now. It's pretty amazing. And, uh, it's also just giving, um, maybe you guys too, giving me life, you know, just to ha- to have it be going on, even when they were gonna maybe not go on. That I thought that was awesome too. Just like the fact Same. that they are, they're just going for it, and it's beautiful. And in the face of such continued, you know, idiocy from other people, it's amazing to see. You know, or you're just like, oh, you can do anything, and have as much clear logic and love as you can but people are still going to respond in the same dumb ways <laughs> it's yeah. scary you know you, there's it's frustrating the white kid with the freaking ar-15 can truly go oh this person's a hero that's how backwards we are right now it's really scary i think it's like oh these people aren't there's they're they're in a different world you know but yeah it's like willful ignorance on another level Scott, thanks for sitting down and meeting with me. Um, My pleasure, Jake. uh, As you know, uh, I'm an agent with the FBI, uh, and you are a Mm -hmm. uh, aspiring actor. Yeah, Agent Jake, that works. Um, Something about your uh, most uh, recent prank uh, 
uncovered a bit of drug running um, at the Pier 1 mm-hmm. imports. Uh, so we're going to need for you mm-hmm. to continue. Um, no, don't say this. I hated that acting job and I didn't get paid much. I and know. That was totally unintentional, Agent Jake. I, I, I It was just a way for me to kind of riff with this person and they they admitted all this stuff so i don't want to do this can i well, say that i know that you don't want to do it but the country is depending on you so we aren't going to be able to pay you more because we think that that probably factors into the recipe for you being relatable to these <laughs> pier one employees who are running drugs so we're still yeah. going to need you to go in there um about once a week you know with your wet pp pants uh and asking <laughs> if they've seen your mommy because it seems to loosen them up uh to revealing more information about the drug running yeah and then okay i i'm not a yes yet i just want to make that clear okay I can, we can keep talking about it but i'm not a yes yet and we'll okay. get to the specifics of what you're having me do in there as well because i have some discrepancies <laughs> with that as well okay but let me talk can we still go on this yes or no thing? Because mm-hmm. I I don't like the country. Is a, that an option? Can I be like, I'm not trying to help the country? Do I have a I, right to do that? You you absolutely have a right. Uh, okay, I'm going to get going. You're going to leave? Can I leave? Can I? You, look, I, I can't hold you here. You're not going to put out that... You're not going to mm-hmm. put out that compromising information about me, are you? <laughs> Look, <laughs> are we the FBI? Might we let some information uh, slip out, compromising information? I, dude, I can't. Don't do that to me. My mom, Did you mention that there's my a mom? You get to stay for free for two nights in a hotel in San Jose? Yeah, you still get the two nights in a, a San Jose All right, hotel fine. for free. Fine, I'll do it. Okay, so can we move on to what, what I'm actually Sharks doing in... <laughs> Yes. I would I love sport uh, I got to be honest that's one of my favorite things to do in life is to see professional sports in different cities that I li- don't live in. It's awesome. Um and so well, eat your right, heart man. out. You can do that as long as we just need you to <laughs> recreate the man. prank at Agent various Jake. Pier 1. Mm-hmm. Agent Jake, I'm a grown man, you know this. You can yes. see this. We cut to Why? Pier 1. <laughs> we see Scott with piss pants uh enter all hungover. <sighs> Oh, this guy with his fucking pants pissed again. What's going hey. on, little guy? How you doing? Uh, How little I'm not too a little guy. Drink? I'm not Had a little, little guy. too much to drink last night. In I his ear, because you I want hate. your mommy. <laughs> I want my no. mom, mommy. Oh, look at me right now. <laughs> hey, guys, stop, stop with those drugs for a second. Stop, <laughs> stop doing that over there. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's just this little punk, little kid who pisses his pants. This guy's I put, put my hand over my wall. Harmless. He's harmless. Uggsnay on the Uggs tray. What? Uggsnay on the Uggs, Uggs tray. You want you want some Uggs? We don't have, have an, Uggs here, man. No, Iyer way. I have an Iyer way. <laughs> I ask him to sing you a lullaby and to bring you to the back. <laughs> will you will you sing me a lullaby and bring bring me to the back? Oh, someone feeling bad. Let's cut again. to the back. There's guys weighing out bricks of cocaine. <laughs> Tattoos and stuff, putting them on trucks. Yeah, this is a perfect crime. Yeah, oh, yeah. Stop, stop with the bricks. Stop with the kilos. We're gonna see this little guy here, here a little well, lullaby. We're gonna make his day a little better. Okay. Is he so sleepy? Have, those guys have tattoos. You can tell they're drug runners. <laughs> Where's his mommy? Uh, I'm, I'm working. I'm working for my mommy. <laughs> nice. That's why we get improvisers for stuff like this. <laughs> 
willing to do anything. Well, listen, I don't know about your mom, but uh, if she likes cocaine, she's probably here. But if she doesn't, she does not hear water. Oh, she does. She tried part of the compromising information. Wait, wait, wait. Say compromising information. I mean, uh, I meant competition information. Competition information. Do you like sports? <laughs> oh, yeah. I love sports. You love sports. Uh, Go I'm not a, yeah, I'm not. A, you know what? I can't do this. I can't do this. Listen, FBI guy. Um, I can't do this. This, this is baby's really sleepy. Let's put him to bed. He seems like he's having. No, a I'm not a baby. Wake okay. hallucination. Here, I'm get sorry. Out of my lap. You guys. You're being way too open about. No, stop. You're being way too open about the drug running. Wait, wait, wait. wait. (laughs) When the wind falls, the wind falls. That's not the words. The ball breaks. We see Scott's getting actually a little sleepy. (laughs) Cradle will fall. As he's falling asleep, his skull cap falls off of his head, revealing a head full of hair. <gasps> what the hell is going on here? Hi, I'm Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> I'm not going back to jail. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher and mine and I'm totally obliterated. We cut to we we cut to the back to LA, back to the production office. Uh, there's three more excited improvisers. So what's the gig? Well, we need you. Now let me start with the perks. Two nights <laughs> at a hotel near uh, a stadium that is probably playing sports. In. Great. <laughs> Good. What's the gig? Do we get to meet a celebrity? <laughs> You might. Uh, you ever heard of Rebecca Gayhart, a famous Maxim magazine cover girl? From the Noxzema commercials in the early 90s? <laughs> That's right. I think she was she was on like t- Felicity or some shit. <laughs> I'm uh, definitely telling my aunts and uncles I'm, about this at Thanksgiving. Go ahead. I'm uh, only like 20 years old, so I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about, but I'm willing to do this for sure. Just uh, yeah. Can I just one quick question, though? Mm-hmm. Is it safe for me to put this footage on my reel? Is that cool? Is it, we might have to redact parts of the footage, um, but we promise we'll get you some clean shots, reaction shots, things that you can include in your reel. That's all I needed to hear. Uh, Stop it's, asking it's, questions, Leonard. You're going to blow it. It's, it's 125 a plus a free lunch and you get copy oh, and credit. Free lunch. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And many of the top comedy producers in Los Angeles are going to see it and uh, jack off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I will say this. I mean, we're in Mobile, right? So what is this going to be like a triple A baseball stadium or something that we're going to be near? Double A baseball stadium? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it is. Josh, you cool with double A baseball? <laughs> hey, if the guys are getting paid at all, I'm in. <laughs> I once did a prank show for break.com at an intramural basketball game. Uh, okay. Where Great. I dressed up my butt like a pinata and everyone took turns. <laughs> That's hitting. not far <laughs> off from this. <laughs> You guys are familiar with uh, the term honeypot? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not. What is it? <laughs> uh, it's where uh, you seduce a high-level government agent uh, with mm. the promise of sex to get uh, incriminating evidence or information. And we uh, have to do it in a three-person horse costume. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Cut to <laughs> Cut to the CIA headquarters in Mobile. Oh. <laughs> Why do I have to be the ass? I didn't want to be the ass. Oh, it's no picnic okay. being in the middle either. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, hello guys, we there. can't talk. We're supposed to be a horse. <laughs> hello there. <laughs> Mind if I buy you a drink or possibly a handful of feed? <laughs> 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 Would you like to eat the, this apple the horse, out of my hair? The horse's hoof caresses his hair, caresses Jake's hair. Oh my goodness, that feels better than the time we uh, scammed a country out of their weapons and goods. <laughs> we see in the van. That's why we hire improvisers. <laughs> it's hoof move. All right, guys, I've got mm-hmm. I've got four tickets to the Phoenix Suns game. Now, I know Steve Nash has been traded and Joe Johnson is hurt mm-hmm. and, and the starting center uh, is boycotting the game. But, hey, it's still a, it's still professional basketball, right? They're playing. They're playing the Charlotte Bobcats and it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in, it's it's a game. That's true. Yeah. There's not many other people here. Is Dave and Buster's open? As we're all basketball enthusiasts, you don't want to see an NBA basketball game? Who's playing? Is Who's on, Who's the point guard for the Hornets? Is it Rozier? It says Jet. Yeah. Rose, no, the Hornets, are, the Hornets are in New Orleans. This is 2010. We're going to see the Charlotte Bobcats. Charlotte uh, Bobcats. And they're playing. What is wrong with me? I have it's... it's <laughs> My head is crazy. I'm sorry. We see Josh's head like just starting to like pulsate. <laughs> Josh, okay, Rozier okay. will be a player on the cover. Hold on, Blake Rozier will one day play for the Horn, the Charlotte Hornets. What am I saying? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you okay, Josh? Sorry, guys. You, you all right, bro? Yeah, we just have going? headaches sometimes, and Jeez, I see crazy. You see the future? I see premonitions about meaning, like sort of uh, meaningless basketball. Yeah, meaningless knowledge. basketball stuff that won't. Re- <laughs> it's tough for me because I don't follow the NBA as much these days. These days, like, <laughs> yeah, well, I these do. days as in 2010 or in the future? No, right now, 2010. <laughs> I think in the oh. future I'm going to get back into it. <laughs> okay, but this is sort of a window where I'm not as into the NBA. <laughs> I don't know as many specifics right now. See, I can talk about Kevin Johnson and Dan Marley all day long. Oh man, I would what I would take to what what, what would I would do to see Kevin Johnson and Dan Marley right now? But it's okay. Oh, We're about to see the I Phoenix Suns play the Charlotte Bobcats, and there literally is no absolute stars, and it's probably going to be about an eighty-three to ninety-one game. But hey, we're here, okay, guys. And seems like a lot of the players. Yeah, a lot of people are gone or not really here. I don't recognize any of these players. <laughs> I don't think it's me. It's is that? It seems to be the coach of the team is 
It's Michael Jordan. That's right. That's Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. I recognize Michael Jordan. Yeah. See, he's recognizable to me as a basketball fan, even as not a basketball fan. Okay, I lied. That's not Michael. Scott. Oh, <laughs> what's that? He, he uh, Michael Jordan winks at Scott. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, whatever. I guess I do recognize cut, some people. Cut, here. cut to Michael Jordan's hotel room and Scott. <laughs> this is awesome, man. I, uh, I'm, uh, Check it out. My hero. I got a piano in here. <laughs> Holy shit. What do, you, do you know how to play? No. You don't. But people listen to me. Not, not pizza delivery. <laughs> oh, pizza's here. You going to get it or should there's, I, I, there's, I've been, six, there's six guys at the door. <laughs> you look to the people. Whoa. This hey, seems suspicious. Hey, whoa. Is that Michael Hello. Jordan? Oh, that's is that whoa, Michael? It's, it's Michael, Michael. Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Dude. I heard about this game. <laughs> no, no. This try. happens all the time. Is this People the flu? Are they going to try and give you the food poisoning flu? <laughs> it's a roll of the dice. Uh, hey. Sometimes it's hey. good pizza. Sometimes it's people give me the flu. I'll open. Oh, Hello? wait. What? One sec. One second. Sorry, Mr. one Jordan. second. Close we the door the real door. quick. Yeah. Don't hey, want you guys, to open the door. Listen, I... Don't forget, this is a honeypot situation. We're all going to try to have an orgy with Michael Jordan and get out the Wait, information. what? I thought I was dropping off a poison pizza. No, no, no. The poison pizza is just is a part of the scam, okay? There's the five the more of you. What do you need me for? How many men could Michael Jordan need? We're trying to have a septum. Okay. We're trying to give Michael Jordan an experience he's never had, okay? And I don't yeah. think he's had sex with five other men, six other men. I'm sure you could have stopped at four or five. What do I got to be here for? You went to seven. Why did I make that pizza? Jake, do you want to fuck <laughs> Michael Jordan or not, Jake? That is Maybe oh, in a one-on-one gonna... -on -one setting, but I don't want to jump into a <laughs> The guy, hey, You think you're that special? You think you're special enough to have sex with Michael Jordan one-on-one, -on -one, Jake? Well, I'm just worried that I'm not going to get any attention if there's six other guys uh, around here. I'm worried he's going to be hogging the balls the whole time. <laughs> uh, what, hey, uh, another guy in the back. I think there was another guy already in there. I thought I think he was in the room with some with another gentleman. So it's it's going to be like an eight way basically. Gone. I could definitely go home. I could get <laughs> out of here. Jeez. Hey, I'm one of the I other guys. <laughs> if you want to leave. Then fucking go, dude. Thank you. God, I you think I could explain that to my boyfriend? Oh, you don't sorry. have I to have a gang Michael bang. Jordan and six other dudes. I know we haven't kissed uh, open mouth yet. Uh, okay, I can't. That's going to be too hard. And can I take this? Well, actually, I can't take this pizza. It's food poisoning. Yeah, no. <laughs> take the pizza if you want. We all rubbed our balls on this pizza. Okay. What? Why did you have me <laughs> figure out a way to come up with a light poison that tasted like cheese if you're going to rub your balls over everything? I feel like I'm I getting... want to be inside Michael Jordan in, two, in multiple ways. Okay. Oh, exactly. Duh. The logic carries. It, 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 the logic holds up. Hey, we're Put six a little bit of poison on your balls in hopes that MJ does some ball licking. Before we go in, should we warm up? Man, gangbang. Let's let's start jerking. Let's pull these pants down. Let's get ready. We should oh, yeah, we up. should warm up. Zip. I, zap. <laughs> zap. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for this week's episode of the Meet Improv. Thanks for being on, uh, yeah. fellas. Appreciate appreciate you coming on. That was so much fun. fun.
Thanks for um, letting us be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course. Um, so we're going to go around and uh, we'll let you plug whatever you like now. Uh, um, Leonard, let's start with you. What would you like to tell people about? Uh, you know, you can uh, catch me uh, on social media at the Leonard Smith Jr. Uh, Lemon Pepper Wet LA. Uh, I have a podcast coming out um, releasing this week, Film versus Film, with me and my uh, Lotions 11 teammate, Quinn Boyes. So look out for that. Uh, Lemon Pepper Wet, we're putting out a bunch of stuff. We got a show coming out, Where the Wings At? We're trying to find the best wings in LA. Also, look out for that. Now, I just have a quick question because I got. Is this the lemon pepper in reference to Wingstop? Um, or just any lemon pepper? No, yeah, it's lemon. So in Atlanta, uh, there's lemon pepper wet is basically an Atlanta thing. It's like you can get your lemon pepper wings with buffalo sauce or like maybe like a, a, a olive oil type sauce. Or So mm-hmm. it's not just like dry lemon pepper. It's like lemon pepper with a wet sauce on it. Normally buffalo, if you go to like a JR Cricket's, it's called Sanchez there. Uh, so um, I'm a big wing fan. Lemon pepper is probably my favorite flavor. I love the lemon pepper wet and uh, just paying homage to the wings. Perfect. That's great. Just I, I, was, <laughs> I was wondering if I was missing out on something because uh, I'm familiar with lemon pepper, but not lemon pepper wet. So it sounds like I am missing out on something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the first episode, we started with the most pretty much basic wings you could get. And uh, we did Wingstop. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nice. if y'all have any wing suggestions on you, what you think are the best wings in LA, I would love to hear that. Great. And you rustic, depending on the day. <laughs> That's actually what we're doing on the second episode is you rustic again. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Scott? Yes. Um, what kind of wings do I like is what you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like all kind of wings and my wife and I have been on a wing kick, as I said to you guys, uh, and also focusing in on Korean fried chicken. So Korean wings, Ooh. a lot of great, you know, they have a sweet and spicy, uh, there's a couple, uh, there's some great wing spots that we've been hitting in Koreatown. Um, as far as me, if you, anyone wants to look on their social, their phones and see things I've done, um, Instagram is Mr. Scott Rogers, spelled out, M-I-S-T-E-R, and then Scott, R-O-D-G-R-S. Uh, Twitter's Mr. Scott Rogers, but that's just M-R, Scott Rogers. Um, I have a podcast that has been down for a bit, but we're going to be doing some distanced recordings at the end of this month. Uh, it's called jam space. It's currently on the Starburns network, but there's a lot of backlog of uh, episodes there. It's we talk about music and aliens and we freestyle rap and freestyle songs. And that's me. And, uh, yeah, you want to come on Leonard? Please let me come on to this. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to. It's, uh, Colt by Colton Dunn, Janine Hogan and myself. And yeah, it's a great time. And we're going to be doing, um, is our, engineer and musician resident alex burke has a recording studio in his backyard and so we can do this like distanced backyard because you know we loop songs and freestyle mm-hmm. together so it's hard to do on zoom yeah. so we're that's awesome. gonna be doing it um so there'll be because i'm also turning 40 at the end of september and so i Ooh, coerce people that's... i often will coerce people to do something creative around my birthday so we're gonna have some weekend recording sessions there so check that out and uh but yeah if you look me up my social media i got a lot of short films i've written directed 
whatever you know i'm out there so uh that's cool. me yeah awesome jake uh Check out uh, We Improv shows at twitch.tv slash We Improv. Uh, Leonard's Team Lotions 11 is up every Tuesday. Um, and if you go to the Facebook page, the links to for the Zooms are there if you want to come and jam with us. Uh, that's all I got right now. Oh, I got one awesome. more. Um, I'm putting out a solo album. It's coming. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be... Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to make a music video or two um, currently. Um, and... So I'll put out a single or two from it. But yeah, I've just been making this solo album during all this quarantine stuff in my garage. Uh, I play multiple instruments and just kind of been making all these songs up. So, you know, hopefully before the election, uh, we'll have, you know, at least some singles, if not the whole kind of mini album I'm working on. So check that out. That's great. On social media too. I'll point to that. Yeah. Let me know if you need a harmonica guy or whatever. I can get in there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter, Josh Simpson on Instagram. Uh, nothing really new to promote here. Just uh, check out the social media. And that's it. Uh, the Meat is on all the platforms at The Meat Improv. Um, tell a friend if you like the show. Uh, that's how we get a lot of new listeners, is just people who love improv telling other people who like improv. Um, and that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time. Come on. Meat,